Safety, a program designed for safety professionals. Support for Spot on Safety is brought to you by iWorkWise. For more information about safety training and classes, go to iWorkWise.com. Time for another episode of Spot on Safety, and we've got a treat for everybody here today. We uh, are here with Rick Gleason, who is a safety lecturer for the University of Washington and the course director of the OSHA Institute. He's also a past inspector for OSHA. Good afternoon there, Rick. Good afternoon. And, of course, Amy does, our resident safety guru with iWorkWise. You can find her at iWorkWise.com. Good afternoon, Amy. Hey, Dan. So, Amy and, and Rick have been uh, trying to get together for a long time to talk about uh, OSHA training that's available here in the Seattle area and to uh, talk about other safety and inspection issues. I think, Amy, you've already got a, a list of questions, so fire when ready. Yeah, and Dan, you know, I, I asked Rick to come. Um, he's, he's a wealth of information. He's really well-known in the Seattle area, if not the Pacific Northwest, if not even further than that. Um, and probably uh, one of the best instructors I've ever seen on the safety front. So now he's uh, has a lot of laurels to rest on, but no, he's still teaching uh, at the UW and, and trying to spread the word with safety. Um, so, you know, it occurred to me that there's a lot of resources out there for people to educate themselves on safety issues. and. It's a, I think it's a pretty deep subject and certainly a career for a lot of us. Um, and um, as people get interested in safety or they have a need uh, to become well-advised or um, uh, knowledgeable in safety topics, um, they're going to have a need to kind of get at some formal training. So there are a lot of resources out there besides private providers, which, of course, you know, I WorkWise does, but and a lot of other folks out there. But there's a whole lot of other, other things, too, that are really good. Um, so I asked Rick to come and kind of talk about that. And first thing I was hoping we could do, Rick, is, is talk about the OSHA Institute, which I think a lot of people don't even know exists. Um, so maybe you can give a rundown on what the OSHA Institute is. Sure, Amy. Uh, Federal OSHA, part of Department of Labor, started the OSHA Training Institute in Des Plaines, Illinois, 38 years ago when OSHA began. And it was originally set up to train OSHA inspectors and then state OSHA inspectors, but little by little, companies called up and said, hey, could, could we send our people there? And it turned out they really didn't have the size or the space available to do that. So little by little, they added OSHA regional training centers throughout the country. OSHA is set up in 10 different regions. So in 1995, OSHA selected the University of Washington to be the Region 10 OSHA Training Center for Washington, Alaska, Oregon, and Idaho. So for about the last 14 years, we've been doing classes on behalf of OSHA uh, in those four states. We have about 18 courses that we do. They're all practical, applied, standards-based type courses, not necessarily academic. The uh, Credits don't transfer to a degree in safety and health at the University of Washington. They're all pretty much practical, and most of them are three or four days. Things like uh, trenching and excavation, machine guarding, uh, uh, electrical safety, uh, general industry safety, construction safety, confined spaces, respiratory 
protection. So uh, students can come for, oh, three or four days, and, and just within that time frame then get a uh, certificate from the University of Washington and from OSHA. And if they take a variety of classes, they can get a safety and health specialist certificate or a construction safety and health specialist certificate. So it gives workers and companies a, a practical applied way to send their individuals to Seattle or Portland or Anchorage or Boise or Richland uh, as a way to develop real-world knowledge about the hazards in their industry and about methods to abate those hazards. Now, you're saying most of the classes, or many of them, are three, four days? That's right, and uh, in four or five locations throughout Region 10. Okay, and there's some kind of, there's like a prerequisite kind of setup, right? There's some classes that a person should take first before other ones, isn't there? How does that work? Yes, there's four train-the-trainer classes that have been established by OSHA, one in construction, one in general industry, one in maritime safety, and then one in disaster site workers. And those require that you have five years' experience in safety in your industry, as well as uh, prerequisite courses to be able to do the train-the-trainer. These allow companies to send a worker and develop their own trainers within their industry who can then teach a 10 or a 30 hour class for their students and get cards from OSHA. So it's a nice way for companies to develop trainers from within their industry and have them do the classes on site because really they know more about their hazards of their company and their industry than anyone else. But the cards still come from OSHA for uh, those programs. So you, you would have, if you took, let's say, the 30-hour train-the-trainer class, you could issue cards coming from OSHA. So even though you're in general industry or you're in a private industry, you, you would be authorized, right, to, to issue this kind of, it's not really OSHA-approved, right? OSHA doesn't approve things, but... That's correct. Uh, OSHA doesn't like to word, use the word approved in, in any way, and they don't even like the word certified because that's too close to other certified safety professional type uh, certification. So they use the word authorized. So let's say someone had five years experience in their industry. Uh, let's say it was fishing and uh, in experience in safety in their industry. Then they could uh, come to our classes do the OSHA 511, which is the Introduction to Safety and Health, and then with that and their experience, they could take a 30-hour OSHA 501 uh, General Industry OSHA Authorized Outreach Program Trainer for Occupational Safety and Health, and they would be authorized by OSHA for four years to teach a 10- or a 30-hour class for their own workers and get cards from OSHA. And there are certain requirements what has to be within that 10 hours based on the hazards of their industries. But it's a nice way to decentralize it away from the government and more into the companies where the actual workers and the hazards exist. Right, and also kind of have a a standardized curriculum or a little bit of control over, you know, topics or or, um, as part of that trainer class, don't you get quite a bit of materials that you can use? Yes, there's many videos and PowerPoints that are uh, provided as part of the class. And then 
typically about half of the class is structured of what has to be covered within the time frame. But then the company or the trainer can create uh, the other half for the actual specific hazards at their facility, say for lockout, tagout, or electrical safety, or types of respirators they might be wearing, or types of chemicals that they're exposed to. Let's say a facility had ammonia, then they might focus on that. Uh, but they would still cover all the general safety requirements and slips, trips, falls, and electrical uh, codes that have to be covered, as well as emergency means of egress. So you have the general, and then you have the specific. Okay, so I, I'm looking online right now, Rick, at the um, at the OSHA Region 10 Training Institute webpage, and let me just give the web address in case anybody um, wants to go there. It's a it's a little bit complicated. It looks kind of the academic web addresses. I have an easier. Oh, one. good. It's uh, OSHA. Washington. Edu. Okay. So, and they don't even have to type in www anymore. So they can just type in osha. Washington spelled out. Edu, and that's a good quick way. Otherwise, we have our academic University of Washington. Department of Environmental and Occupational <laughs> Health Sciences website, and that's a, that's very cumbersome to get to. Oh, I really appreciate that because I thought this is going to be fun to try to give the instructions to. But I, I noticed on the website, I mean, you got a, this great list of the upcoming classes. It was pretty much for the almost a year running, and, and beyond the just the train the trainer ones. Um, if if people want to learn more in a specific area of safety or with a specific OSHA standard, it looks like. Um, of course, they can they can take the hazardous materials class, which looks like th- three and a half four days. Um, machine guarding, respiratory protection, ergonomics, uh, confined space entry, excavation, trench, trenching, and uh, soil mechanics, electrical fall arrest. Um, you know, and there's some other things on there as well. So, anyway, kind of it, it's kind of a handy website. If you think of all the things that that hurt or injure people in industry today, we've tried to construct courses that would address virtually any hazard out there and uh, what needs to be done to make the workplace safer uh, on behalf of workers throughout America and in particularly those in Washington, Alaska, Oregon, and Idaho. Okay. So um, basically, if now you said there are other regions. So if we're Region 10... Um, and we have the other, assuming, nine regions, right? Um, is the class pretty consistent? Like if I went to San Diego and, and took a class from the university there, it, the curriculum is it, it's not going to be vastly different at a different training institute? That's correct. If you went down to Region 9, you would have exactly the same core OSHA safety and health information provided. The only difference is because some of the states have their own state plan, like in this state, uh, except on the waterfront and navigable waterways, which are still under federal OSHA. In this state, most of the employers are under the State of Washington Department of Labor and Industries Division of Occupational Safety and Health. We usually call them WISHA. And so when we do classes in Washington, we will also make a point to say where the state is more strict or more thorough or more safe or more stringent. And if you were to go to San Diego, they would tell you where Cal OSHA is a little stricter than the comparable federal rules. But all of the 10 regions offer the core OSHA 
rules in each class, so it would be the same uh, wherever you went. Okay, with just a slightly different flavor. Yes. Great. So let's say somebody got really interested in safety. You know, they got assigned some safety responsibilities at their job, and they are they are starting to really like it and really be intrigued and want to try to protect people and help them go home at night. Um, the UW has a whole program beyond the OSHA Institute, don't they? Yes, they do. In fact, there are a lot of academic classes. These courses, let's say you took six classes of four days each, that's really just 24 days, and you could still call yourself a safety and health specialist. But uh, within the safety community, people want more academically. So one could actually go to Edmonds Community College and get a bachelor, of, or a, excuse me, an AA degree in safety and health for two years full-time. They could continue on at Central Washington University in Ellensburg and get a, a Bachelor of Science in Safety and Health Management if they wanted. Uh, at the University of Washington, we offer a Bachelor of Science in Environmental Health, but then we offer a Master of Science in Industrial Hygiene and Safety uh, and another one in Toxicology and another one in Environmental Health. So there's a lot of academic programs if people uh, had the ability to go back to school for a couple years, two years, four years, six years, that would put them uh, academically with the ability then to have both a degree plus practical training and experience. Okay, and, and sometimes I go into facilities and we, you know we talk about industrial hygiene, or sometimes I even just mention industrial hygiene and I get kind of a blank look. Could you just kind of give a brief overview of, of who an industrial hygienist is and what industrial hygiene is about? A lot of times industrial hygienists have a, a degree in chemistry, biology, occupational health, environmental health, industrial hygiene. So uh, most of the time then they've had that academic background in chemistry. But they're ones who at the work site are going to be looking at things like noise, respirators, confined space, ventilation, chemical hazard communication, material safety data sheets. And they may do uh, air sampling to determine the eight-hour time-weighted average permissible exposure limit in the breathing zone of a worker who might be exposed to lead or asbestos or silica or uh, paint solvents, toluene, xylene, methyl ethoketone, acetone. So the hygienist would help to evaluate the worker's exposure at that facility and determine if, in fact, they could continue in this job for the next 30 years and not experience any symptoms based on their occupational exposure to uh, either physical or chemical hazards. Okay, perfect. Well, I think that really helps in, in uh, uh, speaking for both Dan and I. I mean, I think we totally appreciate you coming down today and going through this overview, and I think it'll be really um, useful to folks who, who I get a lot of calls on this, you know, where can I get more information? So we don't want to be stingy with information. We want to get everybody uh, educated and safer and, and doing well. So we really appreciate your time. And the class list on the on the website, it's really interesting. I already jotted down hazardous materials class and the date because that looks like, uh, from reading the class syllabus, it looks like a really great class. So. Yeah, a lot of, lot of them are. Um, so I, I think there's something there for everybody. So, well, thank you, Rick. Thank you, Amy. Another spot on safety is in the can. Until next time. This has been another episode of Spot on Safety. 
For additional safety reference information, join us at iWorkWise.com. To ask a question, you can email us at spotonsafety at gmail.com or leave us a comment on our website.